Bright city lights from day to midnight Break the clouds and descend from bird flight Bright city lights <laughs> Okay I go by the name Mac1 Spelt M-A-K-1-O-N-E um, I was born and raised on the Cape Flats um, And so as many as you know um, Being born in the 70s Yeah, I'm not as young as I used to be Born in the 70s, um, for many, um, was quite hard. Um, for those who don't know, a brief history into the past. Life on the flats, for many, meant and still means living in a disenfranchised life where putting food on the table is a daily battle. Poverty is rife, a choice, and choices are limited. For me, personally, I know hip-hop culture and graffiti art in particular empowered me by giving me a way to express who I was and what I was thinking. I think back to my first experience with graffiti and remember the excitement I felt. The excitement I didn't have the words for, for those I would only learn later. The diversity that graffiti can offer and not just <laughs> vandalize your house or your neighbor's house. Yeah, most of the work as well you know, is done for backdrops for dance events or like um, in formal gatherings. Um. The beauty of this art form um, is that it cuts across all boundaries, be they racial, financial, language or educational. All you need is a can, a surface and some time to paint and not be harassed by the authorities. <laughs> this makes the art form an incredible and powerful one that has been used globally to engage and speak on the behalf of disenfranchised communities for decades. Many graffiti arts in South Africa are typically from disenfranchised backgrounds or disadvantaged backgrounds with a strong connection to hip-hop culture. Street cred, which is really important, is built over, uh, over time. Uh, it's a vital importance for a good reason, knowing who you can trust um, and also know where you're coming from. For a long time, um, there's been some confusion between graffiti art versus street art. Um, without graffiti art, street art wouldn't be around. Um, I love street art, uh, all this. Famous one is Banksy, as everyone knows. Everyone think when I talk about graffiti, they say Banksy. I'm like, yeah. Do you know Taki 183? They're like, who? Exactly. <laughs> um, I've evolved as an artist from the 14-year-old when spraying a character was enough. I no longer see the value of public murals um, in South Africa, particularly, that don't offer more than something cool to look at. To me, now, anything I paint in public spaces needs to send a message to all who see it. It needs to educate, uplift, engage with the entire community on a daily basis. This isn't always easy to achieve when you consider many of the murals are sponsored or paid for by corporates with a message they want to communicate. Many of the companies I've done work for try hard to have a beneficial effect on public sphere while promoting their brands. So it's, so it's not impossible, but not always easy.
Graffiti art has, in many, way, in many cases, been hijacked by corporate, corporates and individuals where the messages are distorted and become about the individuals or the brands rather than the community. What that means is that evolution of the art form is through the brand rather than the art itself. Murals increasingly become brand orientated or empty of content while little or no engagement with the, commu with the community. This isn't due to the lack of great local artists, but often due to the lack of awareness and what is possible. On the one hand, many of the artists I've worked with think of short financial rewards instead of long-term benefits for themselves and the communities um, they are part of. On the other hand, many who I've worked with some, some want to get involved in upliftment projects, but usually get involved in projects where the end, um, the communities are not really involved in it, or they don't see the benefits of that, that project that is run in the community. I was in driving through Cape, Cape Town recently, one of the, the, the suburbs where um, I saw a green and yellow paint. And I recognized this paint because the project I worked on used these colors. And it was quite disturbing to, to think that these communities benefit more from the paint itself than the message that was written in that area. In contrast to this project, there's some, there's some images from Mitchell's Plain and the Cape Flats where I grew up on, where the first I experienced graffiti art in, in the early 80s. There's still one or two murals that are, that are around from the original um, 80s film. In contrast to this project, I worked on um, until the beginning of 2010 last year, uh, 2011, sorry. <laughs> um, on a project in the Eastern Cape called Deadline Dima, which means play your role. I was invited by a fellow graffiti artist from the Eastern Cape to be involved in this project um, and to use the whole town as a project to see what the possibilities of this art form is. So the first thing we did, we got engaged, we engaged with the community of the area and we found out what the issues were how we can work together to make the difference. And they also got involved in the project itself. That means they got to paint with the project. They weren't just bystanders or um, watching how the art room was growing. And this was the project in Eastern Cape. So, so there was several murals painted around in this, in this area with a focus on this one derelict building where this used to be a butchery um, and it was very derelict. I don't have the free photographs of this now, but this is the, the part of the end result where this is now being used as an informal community center um, with the, some kids come and study there. They have some informal events. They have the place to hang out or they play some videos. And I think they do play some TEDx videos there via projector as well. So we got the people to actually engage with spaces that no one really care, take care of, but you know, they learn how to take care of their own area and uplift it with themselves from the ground up. And also get involved in the whole painting, the whole fixing up of the, of, of the building itself. I spent a month there doing this project, which wasn't enough. You need to spend at least six months to a year. Because um, you want to leave behind 
lots more than just the beautiful artwork. Um, I'm, still in, I'm still in contact with a lot of the um, artists from that area, and I still find out what's happening, the things they're doing there, the, the, the opportunities that come through as well. So we're trying to, you know, I want to go back, obviously, and to do more in that area and more other areas, obviously. We use this as a pilot. Working with, it, with and within the community is not a fly-by-night affair. It needs to be a long-term commitment where the artists find out um, who lives there that gets people in the community painting instead of artists bringing in partners or just painting things that focus on things that benefit themselves. Doing community work basically means having an ongoing conversation, a focus on being ongoing. I think I've got someone that's a bit much older as well, so it doesn't, there's no age <laughs> restriction on when you want to do this art form as well. I think that's the lady that runs the center, that's in the Cape Flats. Graffiti art, uh, the bylaw, I'll just touch a bit on the bylaw as well. <laughs> the bylaw has always had a negative impact on this art form. In order for the future generations of artists and muralists to develop their skills, they need walls to paint on. The bylaw makes it that more difficult to get wall space needed. The bylaw took a lot away from the people without giving much back. Nothing has been put in place to create permanent or temporary wall space, give budding artists places to practice. No workshop has been set up. It will be great to see the city doing more work with emerging artists to get the experience they need. Graffiti art has been seen as vandalism. The bylaw asks this perception rather than support what the art form can and should be. Okay, 30 seconds. <laughs> Conclusion. <laughs> I'm trying to say that, that there's lots more potential to the art form. Um, and many artists need to be aware of this as well, especially in South Africa and Africa. I think artists need to be socially aware and think about the impact that art has. And we have the power and a huge responsibility to the people who look on the artwork and engage with, and we can use it to get people to work in the world in different ways. Thank you.